what is up what is up <laughs> it's your hostess with the mostest of course aesthetically dope ah. and in today's aesthetically dope life let's talk about being reactionary okay we do need to really talk about being reactionary <laughs> uh yeah yeah but let's just yeah i there's just so much in my head let's just go ahead and do it oh oh my god how do i start this uh first let me fix my volume because i feel like i'm yelling and yeah that's better um all right so last week i you know i had my regular regular show after taking some weeks to not make any goddamn show at all and then like I want to say literally the next day and the next day I actually recorded like bonus episodes that I did not upload um because they were both all of them were reactionary and it was like I'm reacting to situations and so I made two bonus podcast that I did not upload and wrote like four blog posts that I did not publish and it and I'm glad I am I I'm glad that I did not publish them um and I want to I want to say this because they were all just reactionary you know I was, um, I was upset. Y'all should, if, listen, if you're behind, that's not my problem. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, I was, I was upset with a particular person and instead of me taking the moment to digest my being upset, I went to just, you know, a fluff piece basically um, my version of a fluff piece and now now that I, I have created these fluff pieces without doing my own my own like taking a step back <clears throat> I'm like this is this is this is a product of social media <laughs> But this is also a product of me not being, um, taking responsibility for my own actions in a situation because I realized that just because I am, listen, I, 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 listen, I will curse you out, okay, and not hesitate to MF you from, from here to Timbuktu, okay? <clears throat> No problems, no questions asked, and I probably won't apologize for it, depending on the scenario. I'll apologizing, I'll apologize for flipping out, but I probably won't apologize from from MF and you from here to Timbuktu. No, no, no. So it made me think that at what point in which we argue with people 
do we do we need to start thinking about how we're responding typically okay this is how a, a normal or, or normal disagreements with me would usually go you disagree with me I disagree with you let's say it's an argument um, or something that I'm taking personally because let's be honest unless it's fact-based um, I'm not gonna motherfuck you okay but if you are if it's deemed as an attack on my person on my personality um, something that you deem is not up to your standards of being a human being um, or if it's just something that I am going to consider an attack because it's, I feel as though it's not something that I want to portray, then I am going to, and I would I would have to say most people do it this way when they get into arguments, you are going to be defensive um, because you don't want someone to have either a perception of you in a certain way or for them to just be going around saying whatever the fuck they want to say about you all carelessly. We've gotten into this society of people being slick at the mouth, carelessly saying whatever they want. And, you know, knock a few bug, buddy. You know, I'll punch in the teeth. <laughs> so, and I, <laughs> I say all of that and still threaten to punch people in the teeth. Jesus, chills. I'm trying. I'm working on it. <laughs> Didn't say that I'm healed. I said I'm working on it, okay? <clears throat> but anyway, so <laughs> oh my god. I'm going to I'm I am going to start off with a little bit of the the blog post. So, I'm going to start off with the blog post. Should I start off with the blog post or should I start off with a clip from the pod? So the podcast that aren't published came first and then the blog posts came second. So I think I'm going to start with a clip from the podcast. We'll, we'll see. Let's, yeah, we'll see. <clears throat> I'm going to play this clip from this segment in the unpublished 40 fucking minutes long tangent I just I'll have to listen to it over again but I this is the first one the very first one I had did and I titled it we need to talk and it was like capital n-e-e-d but again taking a step back having that moment of clarity but I do want to play this 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 bit of clip for you guys hopefully it comes up well because or else I'm going to have to insert it since it is already on the platform. So here it goes. He knows I prefer. I love my home to be clean. And I was just like, he's like, oh, can I share something with you? But I don't want to get sidetracked. I'll tell you guys about that after. But it was just like I was laughing on my phone on the back patio. And this fucker, this fucker, <coughs> sorry. And I was, um, I made a joke to him about how, I was like, well, your friend is going to be my friend now. And I was like, he made a face and I said, are you going to be, are you jealous? And he was like, he paused and I was like, oh my God, you're actually jealous. And he's like, I'm jealous of your way. 
this is what I'm jealous of how easy it is for you to communicate with her. And I'm like, we're both women. We're both women of color. We both do nerdy stuff. She's learning um, to be a full stack developer. I'm a web designer. I never call myself a web developer. You guys know this. Uh, we both come from really weird households with their own issues. So, I mean, it's pretty common, but um, it's just a pretty normal, like, thing. It was kind of cool, you know, meeting an individual like that. But then he follows up with, um, when I told him I wanted to set that boundary, when I wanted to set the boundary, because this, me connecting with his friend was before me telling him I needed to set the boundary. So once I told him that I needed to set the boundary, he goes, very calculated. I swear to God, I, c I can't make this shit up. Very, very, very calculated and callous about it. And it was almost so, it just, it just seemed to unfaze him. I wonder how, and I'm not going to say her name. He said, hmm, with the hmm. Well, maybe I'll just tell so-and-so about this. And I just stopped. And I looked at him and I was like, what? He's like, yeah, I mean, I'll just tell her about, you know, how you feel about me or whatever. And I was like, I was so, you ever been so, so, so perplexed? That you didn't have words for the perplexion, like, if that's a term. Like, you're bewildered beyond bewilderment. Like, the emotions could not, you could not describe them if you could, you couldn't paint them. Van Gogh could not even think to paint it. No amount of ear chopping off would be considered. It was just, I know I didn't hear what I think I just heard. And I know you didn't just take an, a moment of vulnerability for me and use it against me. Knowing full well that that's inappropriate. But also that your friend, your friend that I'm not going to name here likes you. And instead of you being happy that she has made a connection, you are upset with me. So you're going to take being upset with me and use that to get, get back at me to her, on her, knowing that that might actually damage her ability to trust people. So y'all get the motherfucking point. <laughs> it was a long ass wild tangent. But, 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 I will say this in re-listening to what I said, <laughs> I'm not re, I'm not re-doing shit. Being reactionary. There are two types of being reactionary. It is my understanding that I have a temperament of being explosive reactionary um, meaning when someone makes me upset in the moment, like if you say something to me, I, and I've tried to uh, get better at, uh, do a countdown now or a countdown to 10. And then no matter what, cause while I'm counting down to 10, my brain has already decided that after 10, you still going to curse them out. Um, so then I go 
fuck you, you dumb bitch. And, and so I, yeah, I'm explosive reactionary. And then there is reserved reactionary, which I'm going to use that example of, uh, of the roommate's response being, well, what if I just told, ah, 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 you gonna do that? And it's, (laughs) that's a, that's a different form of being reactionary. Cause I was, here's the, here's the thing. I was setting a boundary. I know I gave y'all no context. So I'm going to give you the context, setting a boundary of saying that I don't want to talk to this person, which is almost impossible to do when you live in the same household. Um, which I do also understand can be cruel. I, I often forget how cruelty works differently to different people. Um, and what, what is cruel to me may not be cruel to someone else, but I think people have a general understanding of what cruelty is. Um, but there is that emotional cruelty in which people express. And so for me, a lot of times cruelty is hurting someone else in order to hurt me. That to me is way, way crueler than actually anything else. It's, it's that, that, that adding a third individual in that ain't got shit to do with anything. Me, I'm like, let's, put your dukes up. Let's fight in the street. (laughs) I'll go out wild Western style. That's, that's my way of thinking about it. Let's draw. (laughs) It's a duel. Um, and then I do also, I, like I said, I still understand the, the cruelty aspect of emotional cruelty just because women can be, we, we have, we can be quite cruel. And I, and I've come to understand that my Cruelty comes from cutting people out of my life entirety, like ignoring their entire, ignoring someone's existence is the cruelest thing that you can do if that person has felt ignored their entire life or that they don't matter their entire life or they've been told that they don't matter their entire life. So even though in my mind, it's like, it don't fucking matter. <laughs> uh, recognizing other people's, I want to call it their, their cruelty triggers <laughs> is super important too. Now, it's just, again, learning to try not to be so goddamn reactionary every single time can be tricky when you're having a conversation with someone who feels triggered in their own response and they might not they're not explosive reactionary they are like i said more of i forgot the damn word i used already them carbs kicked in (laughs) now the sugar's like taking over and i don't forgot but anyways that's why i didn't post that particular podcast because it was just it sounded almost as if I was making, I, I gave great arguments. I will not deny that. But I also gave a lot of fallacies and the fact that 
even while arguing, I, I, in saying that I understand and recognize my own fault in arguing with individuals or, or setting away, I did not recognize my own affinity to being cruel to someone. And that is something that you have to do when you're learning to be less reactionary. Um, setting a boundary is never an issue. You setting boundaries should be respected. Uh, but if you're going to tell someone, listen, I know you live in my household. I know you got to be around here, but can you just pretend I don't exist? <laughs> That's kind of, and I said, those were my words. Those were my exact words. And I didn't think about it like cruel, like I said, and now that I think about it, I can see how that can be cruel to someone, um, especially being intellects um, and living with another intellect. It's, it can come off quite cruel to say that to someone who needs who needs to have those intellectual conversations. And I am one of those people clearly that need to have intellectual conversations, but I don't need to have them. <clears throat> I can get my intellectual, intellectually stimulating conversations by doing this, my podcast, and by doing a host of other things that I like to do. I don't necessarily have to talk to people, uh, but recognizing that that's not the way other people operate is important. So I digress. Moving forward, let's talk about, like, that was just the podcast. Now I gotta go back and talk to you guys, read you the, the blog posts that followed that. <clears throat> So I made that unpublished podcast on, what day was this? The 13th. <laughs> it was August 13th. So the very next day, August 14th, I started writing um, this blog post that I did not publish. And so now we'll go ahead and I'll pull up that blog post and we'll get into the weeds of that. <laughs> Jesus, I'm a wreck. <laughs> I said that I wrote the po so I wrote the two podcasts first. So that was the 13th. So on the 14th, I did write a blog post, but I also did the other podcast. So and that was also a 40 fucking minute long dissertation. Um. <laughs> so yeah, it it was 40 minutes long, and I honestly. Couldn't even tell you what it's about. Like, maybe not really. I just knew I titled it like a special edition. And I think it was um, recognizing the differences between autism versus narcissism. And I was saying that I believe that my roommate is a narcissist. And I was thinking that, yeah, okay, I present like autistic, but... And I... I'm not aware of the emotions that go through other people. I always say I only have two emotions. I'm either fucking super happy about things or I'm fucking upset. And I can't always put my finger on the other emotions. So when someone says, oh, you're, you're anxious. I'm like, I don't know about all that bullshit. But <laughs> so I'm not even going to bother to play that that one because again, 
there's more to the story <laughs> that I need to get through. And I don't want this to be, I don't want this to be, I don't want this person to hear this and think that I absolutely hate them <laughs> all the time. Like this chick just, just absolutely hates me. No, there's times when, again, it's called being reactionary and recognizing that that is what I do in times. And I've been that way and I'm working through that. But yeah, I'm not going to play a 40 minute podcast about how I thought you were like the super toxic person. And then like you're like super narcissistic <laughs> and I'm not. <laughs> um. So yeah, moving on. I will go ahead and get to the blog post though. <coughs> Starting with the first blog post. And this is um the one that was also done on the 14th. And I'm going to read it to you. It's probably riddled with errors, so I do apologize in advance. Um, but this is what I wrote. Before I sat down to write this, I recorded two podcasts that I did not post. I'm actually happy that I didn't post them because I need to say this from a place of light and not dark, which is true. I did. I think my roommate is a narcissist, but I think he knows he knows this and it makes him feel horrible, which I will also say I don't know if that is true, which is why I didn't post the blog post because I have again, there's just so much, <laughs> so much I need to say and so much I can't say, but. Um, there's a reason why I say this and I say, let me explain. I had to sit with my thoughts before opening my mouth on this one. <laughs> I know shocker guys. The reason I had to do this was because I truly believe he hates himself. I truly believe he needs or requires external validation and human interaction to feel better about himself and his thoughts. If he has I'm going to call it NPD, which is um, the actual disorder, narcissistic personality disorder, which is a personality disorder. <clears throat> um, so if he has NPD, does that mean he shouldn't be loved? No. Does that mean he is less deserving of care? No. I think having a better understanding of what he needs would make life easier for him. NPD is one of the only... <laughs> say this mental illnesses that you look up that tell you to run from that person now I also want to say this too because I didn't write this in there there are so many videos about how to avoid somebody with NPD and NPD Let's do this. I'm going to do y'all. <clears throat> I'm going to do this. Do you guys this this sort of thing? Because a lot of people don't understand that narcissistic personality disorder is a mental fucking illness. <laughs> um, and it's it's so it's it's stigmatized the same way as schizophrenia is. Um, and that can be troubling for people. But the number of videos that are like, run away from this person, like, could you, and I, I wrote this, could you imagine going through life 
needing validation from people. Um, let's say you're unaware that <coughs> you are this disorder, because to be honest with you, most people who are, uh, should be, um, certifiable in PDs do not seek treatment because they don't think there's anything wrong with them because they actually believe in their mind. <laughs> they delusional as hell because again, a mental illness, they that damn delusional in their mind um, and there are different types. So I'm just going to go with the most common type, which is the grandiose type. Um, they're delulu as hell in their mind that they are perfect just the way they are and they don't need to change anything. But what people fail to understand is there are different types of people, different types of NPDs. Um, you have what's known as a vulnerability narcissist, which is someone who, think of it like the sad boy. <laughs> You know how in the sad boy era, I think, um, XX, whatever the fuck his name was, he would have probably had that disorder. <laughs> Nine, I'm on, I'm like 99.9% .9 sure that would have been right up, right up the fucking alley. All right, bet. So <clears throat> people with MPD are significantly impaired. They might look excessively, um, to others to boost their self-esteem. They can't feel empathy, which is actually a lie. They can, um, and they have trouble forming deep relationships. I call it the surface level, the surface level mental illness. Cause you don't have a desire. The only reason someone with the actual MPD would want to get to know someone in depth is if they had something to gain from it. Um, but NPD is a mental illness. It is an actual mental illness. It's in the DSM-5, people. Just so we clear. I, not just a regular, regular narcissism that we see being the word that is used commonly and just being thrown around because every single living person has these traits, um, but they should not be um, in such a way where you need it. Like me. I do not require validation from people. As a matter of fact, I take offense to praise. I don't know if there's a disorder for that. When people be like, oh, you did a good job. I'm like, why, why are you saying, did you expect less of me? Do you want to fight me? <laughs> there's probably a mental disorder for that. Why are you so defensive when people praise you? <laughs> I don't know why, but that's always bothered me. Like when people compliment the way I speak. After I've said something passionately and then they say, oh, you speak so eloquently. I'm like, fuck you. Did you not hear anything that came out of my mouth? Like to me, that's a microaggression and I, that's a whole different topic, but we ain't going to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. I think I just have anger issues. Let's just go with that. People just make me mad. So that's why I don't fuck with people. But anyways, that's why I had wrote the blog post that I did was because At this time, when I wrote it, um, I just felt like it made the most sense. And, and there's part to me that still feels that way. And maybe later I'll do like a compilation of sorts and try to explain. I don't know. Maybe one day I'll start a second podcast. And I'll have people on it. Because I kind of want to do that too. And maybe, maybe, maybe the fucker will want to be on one of them. 
I don't know, I've got like four mics, so maybe. We'll see. We shall see. <laughs> um, so, anyways. That was the... Oh, sorry, I'm tired. The carbs did kick in. Where did I go? I said... He has all the traits of what one might call a vulnerability narcissist. He seems super laid back and chill, but he does have a way of exacting control. Now that too, I had a full, full fucking three hour conversation with someone, um, with our female co-friend, I'm going to say co-friend, um, about how I feel that he desires to control someone but I said that there are outlets for that and I made a suggestion that I'm not gonna say here just put it that way <laughs> I made a suggestion that I'm not going to say here I suggest listen I I can only suggest if you take the suggestion that's on you if you don't eh, not my problem so anyways Moving forward, that was the first one. And then, um, I'm not gonna, so the other blog post was on the 18th. It is not done. And that's why I'm not going to finish it because I do think I want to post the other blog post. So the bottom line is, let's just do the damn bottom line. Okay. Okay. So now I can be super whatever, because this is like the wrap up super wrapped up the bottom line is we often and when I say we I just mean people in general we we're being trained to react that's why you have the little emoji buttons for posts so you can instantly react you don't think you react but you don't think, you don't think critically, you don't sit there, you don't ponder, you don't wander, you don't ask probing questions. And <laughs> the thing is, the thing about it is I'm used to that, right? We, we're all pretty much used to that. Um, but then once in a while you meet a person who is not like that. And so when they start asking probing questions and they they are just a little bit peculiar. And when they do, it's it, it is not even probing questions. When they're when you meet someone who's a critical thinker these days, it becomes why are they so nosy? Why are they in your business? Why do they ask so many questions? Instead of Instead of formulating those questions, you should ask yourself, why don't I think critically? Why didn't I ask myself these questions? Why am I doing these things? And I think that, I think the more I start to recognize that I have this ability of just being reactionary. The more I can kind of level with this individual and say to myself, oh, 
there's nothing wrong with this person. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with me. There's just... We're different. And our differences make us great. And so, I don't know, I just... I've come to realize that it is 150% okay to be that inquisitive person, to be less reactionary, even in a world now where everyone is taught to not ask why. And think about it, kids still do this. Think about if you're if you're near small kids, um, and they're not the kind of kid that asks why. I want you to think about how they're being raised. And if they're your kids, think about how you're raising them. Are you raising your kids to be like an actual critical thinker? Do you raise your child to ask questions or are you raising them to just follow? Do they not know to lead? You know? And I just, I don't know. It's this. It, you guys, when people want to call it mindfulness, listen, I don't care what name you want to give it. <laughs> it's just thinking and being less reactionary. And I think I am actually so grateful to, I'm going to just say to the universe for the lessons that it's brought me this year, which is to be patient and to be open, not to strangers, so don't come in my, please do not, because I'm not going to talk to you, um, but to be patient, to be open, to be understanding, um, to be, to be willing, to be less judgmental, which is understanding in my in my book but just be just be to just fucking be it is so hard to learn to just be <laughs> and i think that one of the lessons that i've learned from this individual in my life is just learning that it's okay to just be whatever comes after that be to just be happy to just be sad you know in this moment just be happy just be sad and just be grateful just be honest just be hopeful just be just fucking be you like whatever it is just be just be it <laughs> and I love that for myself. Nah, I'm not gonna get sentimental with y'all motherfuckers, but you get the fucking point. Anyways, so yeah. I guess I'm I'm actually really happy that I got upset <laughs> for like three days in a fucking row. Um and I'm proud of myself for not being reactionary. And I'm grateful for the 
for the human being. So, yeah. This episode is dedicated to my newest, most annoying, most absolutely annoyingly annoying. Because <laughs> he has too many fucking questions. Um, roommate. But thanks for being a critical thinker. And for the lessons in life that I've known but somehow forgotten. So thank you. And thank y'all for listening. And always, I don't know how to end this shit, so uh, yeah. <laughs> See ya.